You're listening to The Apathetic Millennial. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Jack Sheeran, and this is brought to you by The Interviewer. If you haven't already, make sure you do subscribe and share this podcast around with friends and family. And don't forget, make sure you do give us a review. We want to hear your comments, ideas and opinions. Today we're joined by Jack Bristow. He's an amateur triathlon athlete and he's actually second in the 20 to 24 year old age group here in the UK. So he's one of the best male triathlon athletes in the amateur rankings in the country. And I had a little chat with him, asked him why he got involved with the sport, what it's like to do the sport itself, swimming, cycling, running, all in one race, and what advice he'd give to other millennials who are considering getting involved in triathlon. Thanks very much for joining us on on the podcast. So I wanted to talk to you about your training and work you do with triathlon. How long have you been doing it for now? So at school I was doing swimming and um, started cycling just before I came to university so I've like been doing the sort of endurance fitness for quite a while but triathlon specifically uh just five years. I suppose that the main thing that I really want to ask you about triathlon is is the training that goes into it because as you touched upon it is a multitude of different sports you're almost combining into one race that you're you're, you're doing at one time. How how difficult how hard is the the training regime for you? Uh, it really depends on the, the level you're at. Because I'm at a relatively high level for an amateur and want to be competitive, I'm training every day. But it's not like I'm doing all three disciplines every day. I'm doing just one, maybe two of them if I've got a lot of spare time on that day. So I'll do maybe at most um, for each session, maybe at most three, four hours on the bike for a long ride. But normally one to two hours of more sort of intense stuff and same for running it's be like an hour or swimming it would be an hour and it's a lot easier to fit around your day than I think a lot of people think it is. You, you said that at your level it's, it's not in, as intense how how intense in comparison do you think a professional athletes train? They've got the support around them the sort of physiotherapist the access to the facilities the they're basically being paid to train every day they will be doing two three sessions every day so they'll sort of start by going for a swim in the morning and maybe go for a ride or a run in the afternoon um every every day but i when i was talking about sort of the level i'm at i was saying um because i'm a more competitive amateur there's people can do do these races just training maybe once twice a week the level of fitness required is isn't to complete a triathlon is a lot lower than i think a lot of people think it is from my perspective i i think that triathlon is quite an intense thing and you've got to be very physically fit to do that but it just doesn't sound like you're suggesting almost that uh, perhaps it's not well obviously i'd say an iron man and a half iron man they are very intense but the, the the short course distances that i do um you're you're going for hour and a half three hours maybe at most um but swimming and cycling, well, okay, swimming maybe not, but cycling is a lot less, that takes up the majority of the time. And that's a lot less uh, energy intensive, a lot less physically stressful than running. So in the sense that you get a lot of people doing a half marathon or a marathon just for the challenge, and they'll not be super fit athletes, but they're able to get round. Uh, same is true for triathlon in that you just need a, a general level of fitness that most people have. To be able to to be able to complete one, and I'm not saying you'll be competitive blasting around like the Brownleys, but 
you, you you'll be able to complete one so what, what level so we get an idea of where, where you're sort of at within like the, the table of things well what sort of level have you competed at the great thing about triathlon is they've got this age group system where the sort of best amateurs in an age group so I'll, I'll take a step back you've got a very few people who are funded by the national governing body because they simply don't have that much money they can only afford those with really the medal potential or the junior development squad who they think will have medal potential in the future probably looking at 30 40 people in total and then below that you've got the age group system which um is basically divided into groups of five years so i'm in the 20 to 24 age group and they have national championships european championships world championships for the age group so you can go and you can be the best amateur in your age group and that's sort of the level i compete at um, I was at the European Championships last year, fourth in Europe um, for the 20 to 24 age group. I was second in Britain this year for the 20 to 24 age group. So that's sort of where I'm at, sort of one of the top amateurs. But these top amateurs are quite a big step below the semi-pros and the pros. And then with, with the competitions that you've competed in, because I'm, I'm guessing it's been quite a reasonable number by now, as you've been doing it for a few years... How how does each sort of competition, each race sort of unfold? And are there any sort of particular highlights or stories that you could draw from any of your past experiences you could tell us about? Far too many races now, I've lost, ca- I've lost count. Um, really, it depends. And so I do sprint distances and standard distance races. Um, so a sprint distance is 750 metre swim normally, 20 to 25 kilometre bike and then a 5k run. And then the standard or Olympic distance is a 1500 metre swim, a 40 kilometre bike and then a 10 kilometre run. So it's always in that order of swim, bike, run. And then the, fir- the first thing to consider is whether it's a pool swim or open water swim. The pool swims tend to be for the short distances, but I, I definitely prefer open water swimming, but only if, it- if it's in a lake Um not a big fan of swimming in the sea. It's a bit too choppy for me. I grew up in Birmingham. Must be quite hard out of the sea. Uh, some races I've had, it's been nice and calm and the salt helps you float. But I've done a triathlon in Worthing a couple of years that it was choppy both times and you get people swimming on top of you and you sort of panic and sort of tread water to let everyone go away from you. If other people who are listening to this are thinking triathlon sounds quite good, I like a bit of swimming and cycling and, and running out, I, I want to put them all together... What sort of advice would you give to people who are thinking about getting involved in the sport? The first thing is not so much advice, but the great thing about triathlon is if you're if you're a runner, a cyclist, a swimmer, you've got to do and you want to be competitive. You've got to do that one thing five, six, seven times a week. But triathlon, you're actually doing them two or three times. So it's less boring, less mentally exhausting. So you can keep yourself going that way. My advice, because I've given this advice to a few people, is um, if you're putting them together in a race, just a few small things you can do in the transitions will save you a lot of time. The main one is actually don't wear socks. Like you, you come out of the swim, your feet are wet. It is really hard to put on socks with wet feet. So you, you can sort of be sit, sitting down, pulling on your socks in transition as everyone's sort of grabbing their bikes and running past you. So what, what people tend to do is put talcum powder in the cycling shoes and that will sort of absorb most of the moisture. And then you just run after the bike with uh, with bare feet in your shoes, um, which, yeah, can cause some blisters, but it sort of comes with the territory. So there are a few sort of tricks of the trade then. Yeah, lot, lots of things like, like elastic bands to hop. So if you, like me, choose to 
have your shoes clipped into your bike and then sort of put the shoes on as you're cycling. Elastic bands are very useful to hold the shoes in the right position. There's there's lots of these little tricks that people have worked out just to make the transitions as smooth as possible because that's um, like over the over the course of race there, the, 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 the bit you'll spend the less time doing, but they're also the bits where you can save the most time because the, the rest of it does just sort of come down to time you do training and sort of efficiency at doing it with the training people who want to get involved with the sport what, what sort of advice do you have fitness wise to get yourself up to the right kind of standard to be able to perhaps keep compete in a few amateur races so to be competitive i'd say you would have to be training uh, at least five times a week just so you've got you can get the hours in across all three disciplines and there but you, you you're not just do it going out and doing just riding for two hours or just swimming lengths for an hour you can actually do shorter sessions but if you have a plan to do find some training programs or training sessions online with just intervals to do um so you're sort of working at a harder intensity then taking a having some recovery that will get you fitter than literally just doing putting in miles um and it's more enjoyable to do that way as well realistically for people who want to be competitive um it triathlon is not a cheap sport it will require a fair bit of investment in some equipment but it's not too horrendous i'm sitting here in my room and i've got like five pairs of shoes there uh, two bike helmets a load of swimming kit a load of uh digital training computers but yeah to just sort of get round really you need a bike a pair of trainers and uh some swimming goggles so it's sort of only once you take that step up to be really competitive that the equipment costs start to become a factor Thank you very much for joining us on the podcast. It's been great to have you on. No worries. Thank you for inviting me.